0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of My Thoughts on Issues. I'm your host, Jason, of The Detailing Mind. So, this afternoon, I thought I'd go through and discuss a little bit about my uh, voting experience that I uh, got to to see back in November uh, when I went to vote for the 2020 election. Um, This was originally supposed to be kind of a sequel to my... uh, previous podcast about election bullshit, uh, also title election BS, but I figured it would be a good idea just to kind of wait a little bit on that whole um, subject, uh, mainly because I just kind of wanted to see how things would blow over with uh, all the election uh, fraud crap that they were talking about, and also because, too, I wanted to make sure that, uh, by talking about my experience going to cast my ballot, that it would not be used in any way that could, you know, get me in trouble or get other people in trouble or what have you. Um, and so I delayed, you know, recording this a little bit just because I wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, we were kind of in the clear and, and, uh, it wouldn't cause any more issues than, already, than what's already been going on. So, um, without further ado, I'd just like to kind of talk a little bit about my voting experience when I went to vote back in November. And overall, it was a really nice, streamlined uh, experience. Uh, basically, what I did is I kind of broken it down into three uh, categories. The check-in process, the, the voting process, and then, you know, the... The, I guess the, the post-voting process or the verification process. Uh, so when I went to check in, uh, I immediately went to a table with two people there. Uh, one person checked my ID. Uh, I just used my, uh, my state driver's license. And then the other person asked for my last name and the last four digits of my social s- security number. Um, told that person my last name and my the last four digits... And they had what looked like uh, some of those old school, uh, you know, plastic uh, three-ring binders, kind of what you use for, uh, you know, keeping uh, baseball cards or whatever, in those like this uh, plastic slots. It was kind of something like that, you know. So kind of a, a big trapper keeper type of thing. Um, and I'm assuming what it was is, was it was the, the the registry folder. And what they had there was is they had they had they had it split into each page into two into two halves. Uh, the left half, it was one of those peel-off sticker type things. And I could see that they had um, on each page a handful of, of names. It looked like their, their their voter registration information on it. And so what they would do is when I told them my last name and my social security, the last four digits of my social security number, they went, they found my name, they, and my name was on a sticker. They peeled it off, and they put it on the right side of that same sheet, signifying that that name and that person has already voted. So while um, the first person was checking my ID, the second person was doing that. And that was basically their way of not only identifying that I am who I say I am, but also verifying that I'm a registered voter, and therefore I can vote, as well as preventing somebody from coming in and voting on mine using my name and my social security digits as well, and possibly even coming with a fake ID. And so if somebody else would come in after me and, and try to use the same exact information, or if I tried to come back again, they would see that my name was already on the right side of the paper, and then they'd know, oh, well, you've already voted, so you can't vote again. So that was, that was kind of nice to see. It was a pretty basic format, but, you know, it works. You know, step one, verification is complete. Uh, after that, they gave me a little shipper a little, little look like a credit card almost, um, but a little bit more, not quite as flimsy, almost like a, uh, uh, the credit card version of a floppy disk, if you will. And um, they offered me beforehand the opportunity to either just vote by paper ballot or use an electronic ballot. I chose the electronic ballot and that was the first thing they did was they kind of gave me like an activation card to put into the machine. Um, And so that's what I did. I put the card in the machine and uh, the nice thing was is, you know, if using the electronic, well, I guess regardless, whether I use the paper ballot or the electronic ballot, either way, there was somebody there that asked me if I wanted assistance with it. So, there's that um, um, option to where if I needed help either learning how to use the uh, electronic version or help with maybe reading or or doing the paper ballot, there would be an assistant there with with me that would help me out with that process if I chose to have it. Obviously, I chose not to use utilize it because I didn't need the help. I knew what I was doing. Uh, but regardless, When I jumped onto the machine and started, uh, getting it ready, I plugged my card in and then the very first thing was a tutorial on how to use the system, um, and that was kind of nice too. I mean, I went through it just to kind of, you know, just for the hell of it, uh, just because I want to see how it all operated And, and it was very straightforward, very clear and concise. The instructions were very easy to understand and to implement into the actual ballot, um, so that was kind of nice uh, as kind of a first step for the voting sequence was the op- opportunity to either get assistance from a, per- uh, a poll worker or, and or to just go in and do the tutorial section to understand how it works and understand how how to op- operate the v- voting system, whether it's a computer or the, uh, the operating system that was doing the vote tallying. Um, and then once I got into the main system, into my ballot, uh, doing my, 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 voting, it was, uh, very clear as to who each candidate was, you know, big, bold name on the top, you know, for the main, ca- the presidential candidate that a smaller name underneath of it for, um, the vice president that was running underneath that ticket. And these are all left aligned, and then on the right side of the bar, if you will, the, the horizontal bar on the right side was their party. And it was pretty big in terms of um, lettering. So you could clearly see, okay, here's a Democrat, here's a Republican. They actually had the Libertarian and Green Party uh, candidates. And uh, so there are, five, there are five rows, basically. There was the Democrat candidate, the Republican candidate, the Green Party candidate, and the Libertarian candidate. The fifth one was kind of a write-in. Whatever, you know. Um, So they had five rows. And I didn't really go after the other category. I just picked from the four. But I imagine if you clicked on the other category, it would have taken you to something where you could just type it in. Or maybe they had a whole list of other candidates that were on extreme minor uh, parties that you could click on there bar to highlight it or, or put a little you know dot or a check mark next to it or, or what have you you know so um, I'm sure there is a way that you could go to the other category and do something to get the person that you wanted if you didn't ha- like the top four uh, um, options but uh, they made it very very clear you know as to who you're voting for the names big bold print you couldn't miss it you know. And you went through a bunch of pages, too. It was kind of like a scroll-down thing where you could scroll from page to page and see um, all the different positions that you were uh, voting for, whether it was on the federal level, whether it was on the state level, local level, what have you. I think they even had some provisions for uh, um, you know, for voters to, to directly vote on as opposed to just trying to... Uh, appeal to your uh, representative so there are a couple uh, items like that uh, direct vote type of items Uh, I can't remember what they were off hand but overall it was a pretty easy um, pretty easy to kind of go through and really uh, um, operate the system vote for who you wanted to vote for um, and then get all the way through it and, and understand what was going on so that was really nice that's what I uh, really appreciated about the, uh, the, the voting system that they had. Um, didn't have any uh, um, issues with the computer or the operating system. Like I said, it was easy to use, very clear and concise. Um, and I think it was uh, Dominion Tech that I was using. I can't confirm or deny if it was, in fact, Dominion, but uh, the the technology, you know, like the, the printing machine, the fax machine, all, all the, the, the machines that were there to do the electronic ballot, they look like uh, Dominion um, technology or Dominion products, uh, especially because once the whole thing came out with Dominion, I went and Googled their products and tried to find uh pictures of it to see if they matched up with uh, the tech that i remember using at the polling place and as far as i can tell it looked like it was dominion um and i didn't didn't have any problems with it so like i said there was no problems with the the machine itself no problems or glitches with the uh, operating system or the app or whatever the uh whatever the computer uses to pull up that uh, that display of the ballot, of the electronic ballot. Um, It was a very smooth and and, and well-run process, in my opinion. Um, So that's kind of how I went about uh, checking in and voting. And uh, the verification process, I thought, was really nice. So um, when I went to go and and finished my, my ballot and hit submit... I uh, hit submit and then it asked me, "Hey, do you want to uh, um, review your ballot before you submit it?" So I, you know, said yes. So basically, it just took me back to the main voting screen and whatnot, and I could go back through and look and see, you know, do I want to change this or I want to change that? And I went through it, and, and uh, there was uh, nothing I wanted to change. But it gave you the option to go back through your your uh, um, your whole ballot. And make sure that everything is correct that you want it to. So I went back. I hit submit. It prompted it again. I hit no. And then what it did was it kind of went to like a, a kind of like a, a print preview page. Um. But it also asked me to verify that all of my votes were correct on the uh, the print preview page before it would send it to the printer to print it off. So I hit submit. Asked me to verify, you know, if I want to go back and change anything, I went and reviewed it. So that's option one to verify that you got your vote correct. I hit submit. You know, once again, like I said, it prompted me to do it again, but I said no. And then it pulled up the print preview page, if you will. So now this is the second option that I had to verify my vote. And so it kind of printed out, you know, gave me the display of what it would look like once it's printed off. Asked me to once again verify that all my votes were correct, yes or no. Obviously, I hit yes because they were all correct. And then it printed off the uh, ballot in official ballot format. Um, I think it was also like some sort of a scanner or printer or fax machine uh, um, set up to it to where it could uh, properly read when it's scanned or printed or or, uh, faxed or what have you with with the other machinery. Um, So that printed off the paperwork. At that time, uh, an assistant came over, and once the paperwork printed off, he asked me to verify it a third time to make sure that the machine properly printed off all of my votes. So I went through the whole list, and yes, of course, all of them matched up from what I voted for. And then once I verified with him that all my votes were properly tallied, then he had me feed the uh, um, my paper ballot into I think it was like a faxer, you know, scanner type of a thing, Um, and then he had me uh, watch the uh, the fax or the, the scanning process. And then he had me watch to verify that the paper ballot that I just fed to the machine dropped down into some sort of like a, you know, like a, an official bin for for storage for all of the uh, paper ballots that get printed off. So when I verified all of that, that was it. Boom, I was done. I could uh, leave and, and, and uh, go back home. Um, the only con, the only downside that... Uh, I didn't like about it was I kind of wish I would have gotten some sort of a uh, uh, a receipt, if you will, a copy, a personal copy of what I, of my vote tally, whether they send it to me in an email or they give me a hard copy, you know, like a copy of the printout that they had me fax or, or a scan into the system, you know, or some sort of like a, a condensed version of it or even both, you know, maybe they give the option of, hey, do you want a paper copy, and well, is one sent to your email? That would have been nice to do, you know, that way, you you know, you can kind of look over and say, yeah, see, here's everything that I put down on my uh, my ballot, take it home for my records, and, and that way I can say, okay, yeah, here's proof that my vote counted, you know, so that's kind of the one con that I, I wish I would have um, offered for, uh, for, for, uh, for us is that, hey, you know, we can print off a copy for our own selves or have it emailed to our email. That way we have our own personal copy of our vote tallies so that we know that that we got our receipt of voting. But, you know, overall, like I said, it was a really, really good experience. And so that kind of leads me over into just some Some other thoughts about voting in general, and the way I see it is, is, you know, I really think that there should be some sort of a national standard for how voting is done for federal positions, because right now, as per the Constitution, it's all left up to the state, and each state can have a different format, a different rule, different procedures as to how votes get tallied or how you can get registered to vote, you know, than another state. So my, um, voting experience was completely different in Georgia when I voted in 2016 as it was now uh, that now that I'm in a different state, completely different, you know? Um, and so I think there needs to be some sort of a, a national program or, uh, some sort of a a national amendment that is included into the Constitution so that if you're voting for a federal seat, whether it's for the president or any seat in Congress, that these positions have a national standard so that it doesn't matter what state I vote in, it's going to be the exact same experience, the exact same policy and procedure, exact same standard, anywhere I go, whether it's Alaska, Florida, Maine, or California, or anywhere in between. I think that there should be one overarching national standard for federal federal positions so that everybody can have the same and equal opportunity and experience voting. Uh, Now, when it comes to state seats, whether in the state uh, Congress or for governor, then, of course, you know, that's going to be up to each state individually. I understand that and that the desire to have state control over how each state does its state elections. But when it comes to federal elections, there needs to be one national standard. Um, And likewise... You know, I think there should be much more federal pressure on states to to ensure that they allow their citizens to have more options to vote, as well have better better voting conditions. There should not be these long lines that we see in many places. I remember going to, uh, when I was going to vote in, in 2016 in Georgia, I had to wait at least half an hour, 45 minutes, because the line was out the door, and out into the parking lot. And they were using a school to do that too, an elementary school, you know, and, and the line was out the door on the sidewalk and around the building. When I went to uh, vote this past year in 2020, once again, I was at an elementary school. I walked in and there was maybe three people in front of me, you know, so what I, what I really think needs to be done is, like I said, not only a national standard for voting for federal offices but there needs to be federal pressure on states to make sure that they give their citizens more opportunity and and better conditions to go and vote whether that means there's a state or a, a federal holiday that's associated with voting voters day or voting day something like that you know or guarantee that you know You shouldn't have to stand outside in a line for over an hour just to vote, or half an hour just to vote, you know, which would mean opening up more facilities. Uh, It could also mean expanding, you know, voter by mail. That was obviously a big topic from this past election, but there's many states that do that pretty thoroughly and predominantly for their voting practices. You know, I... I remember hearing over and over again how I think it was Oregon and Arizona for sure, but maybe th- I think Oregon was in there too. Or these were states that, you know, really went through and developed their voter by by mail uh, ballot system to where both, in the case of Arizona, both Republicans and Democrats really liked the voter voting by mail system that they had there. So that's something that needs to be done you know there there should be a way given the technology that we have now that we can make voting more secure but also easier for people to vote by mail or vote by internet uh, some sort of online you know app or whatever um so we don't just have to go in there and vote by booth the old school way and there's not there's nothing wrong as i pointed out there's nothing wrong with going in and doing an old school way but you know we've got all this technology now why don't we apply it to civics why don't we apply it to building a society that works better for everyone so that's kind of my thoughts on the whole uh um voting situation especially in light of what's happened this past year you know I think now is the time that uh, you know we can all sit down and really flesh out what we want this democracy to look like going forward. And to all of you that say well this isn't this is not a democracy it's a republic what do you think your republic is? A republic is a form of indirect or limited, democracy It's basically representative democracy. That's, that's exactly what a republic is. So for those of you who say, oh, it's not a democracy, it's a republic, it's a representative democracy. But it's still a democracy. What you're thinking about is direct democracy, or as many have called it, mob rule, which even then is, I mean, that's taking it to the uh, absolute extreme. But... We are a democracy, the form of government is a republic, and I think it's time that we really sit down and just really eke out a system that works better than what we have now. Because even though I had a really good experience voting, we're a secure, there's a great way to verify my vote repeatedly to make sure that my vote was being properly tallied. I imagine that there are some places around this country, and I know there are some places around this country, where voters are disenfranchised and discouraged from going in and voting. Whether it's suppression laws that kick you off the registry so you can't go in and vote, like what happened to my wife back in 2018 when she wanted to vote for Stacey Abrams, or... It could be other tactics like just making the process so garbled and incoherent that you don't know if you're properly filling out the ballot or you don't know if you're properly using the electronic machine. You know, there, there are tools that are being used. And generally, it's by, and most of the time, it's by political parties to dissuade and suppress people from going and exercising their right to vote. So, I think now is a great time to just kind of sit down and say, hey, we got to we gotta change things so it's even better than before, you know. Yeah, sure, maybe we're getting the B grade in, in how we do voting, but we need to be aiming for the A grade. And I think that's where we're at. So, like I said before, you know, this has kind of been my voting experience this past uh, 2020 election here. Really good voting experience, you know. I think it, it is a great example of what we need to strive for across the country, from state to state, county to county, town to town, city to city, what have you. The, I think that the, the, uh, the experience that I had voting should be a standard for federal positions nationwide. So, here's hoping that once the dust settles here and we kind of get things back on track, that we can sit down and have a conversation and have government officials work together to make this experience the reality for everybody else in this country. Let me know what you think. In the meantime, I will talk to you all later. Thank you for tuning in to The Italian Mind.